Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Lightweights Podcast. Today's guest, we have Hidayah Hijazi, Snapchat extraordinaire, baby sister of Zayn Hijazi, host of the Unfiltered Podcast, blossoming pastry chef, and member of the New York City Metro Rail Card. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming. Everyone wants to know, what's it like filming an episode of Unfiltered? I feel like it's always so easy. Like, it's always like... They always say, like, it's one of their easier ones to film because they feel comfortable and, like, we can just talk. And, like, I don't know. I never feel like – I feel like the cameras are not rolling. Like, I never really notice it. I never pay attention. And then, like, it's just, like, they'll be like, oh, we've, like, an hour and 30. And I'm like, oh, we've been talking for that long? Like, that's crazy. Like, it doesn't feel like that. Do you come in with notes or anything? I don't. Like, usually Zane will be, like – if you have any stories or if you, like – if anything's, like, been going on, like, talk about it. Like, whatever, like, has been going on. But, like – I usually just remember things while I'm there. And I'll be like, oh, well, this happened. Like, or if they're talking about something, like. I mean, you're a great storyteller. Am I? <laughs> Thank you. I think you are. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you moved from Florida pers- to pursue your career as a pastry chef? I mean, yes and no. Like, I mostly wanted to just, like, change of scenery. Like, I was, like, at home for COVID and then, like, working the same job. Like, I felt kind of stuck in a pattern. And I think I just wanted to, like, change things. And, what like, were you doing there? I was working at like a ch- chocolate shop, Kilwins, like an ice cream chocolate shop during did the you pandemic. Eat a lot? I did. I gained a lot of weight in the beginning, and then like after my, I worked there for like two and a half years. So like after my first year, I stopped eating stuff, and then I like lost a lot of weight. So thankfully, but um, it was fun working there. Like I enjoyed myself because I I met a lot of good people there. Like I have friends that I still talk to. Like I have friends from there. So like I did enjoy myself. But like we were open the entire pandemic. Oh, wow. Which made zero sense to me because it's not a necessity. What kind of Florida... <laughs> where where in Florida did you live? Like, what was the area? I lived, like, um, in Broward County, but, like... Broward County? Yeah. Every time I watch Cops, that's where they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, because everything that happens in Florida is in Broward. Like, it's what's usually, the most, like, Broward. What's the most Florida, Florida thing there? Like, that I've seen there? Yeah. Like, that's seen it happen to me? Yeah, I like, has an alligator walked into the... Like, there's been alligators on the highway, yes, but I feel like the most Florida thing I've ever seen, in, like, with my own eyes, was I was I was turning onto, like, my street coming home from school, and it was, like, one of the few days I didn't have someone with me. Usually, like, my, Brie was with me, but, like, I was going home by myself, and I'm, like, turning, waiting to turn, and there was a bus coming, and, like, I waited because it was letting people off and, like, cars were coming, and then I noticed the woman, like, the bus leaves, and the woman just, like, walks out in the middle of the road pulls up her dress, moves her underwear to the side, and just pees in the middle of the road. And I'm just standing there. I'm just like, no one's here with me. No one's going to believe me. Like, no one's seeing this. And then I just, like, turn on my street. I'm just like, that that was probably the most funny thing I've ever seen. That's so funny. Because it was just like, she just didn't care. Yeah. She had a dress. She said, oh. So do you see a lot of that in New York City, though? Yeah, it's more. It's more. <laughs> it's, not, it every day. it's not like that's not like out of the blue there because it's like everyone's always peeing or it smells like pee. Did you always have that passion for cooking? Yes, I always did like cooking. Like my mom and dad are my dad's big on cooking. And like my mom was always big on like having me help out, like 
from a very young age, like, she would be, like, you're in charge of dessert, like, make the brownies for the dinner, people were coming over, or, like, I would always help, like, set up things. So I was always, like, into the kitchen, and then in high school, I did all four years of, like, my elective was culinary, so, like, I was in that kitchen, like, teachers knew that, like, she she was in, like, teachers knew that I was in culinary, so they would let me go, like, if we had, like, free period, or, like, they, like, they would just let me go, so I'd bring them food. Right. So, like, they didn't care if I went. So, like, I was in culinary a lot, and, like, I did the competition at my senior year, so I made dessert for that. We didn't win because I had to, like, there was two other kids, someone was doing entree and appetizer, and I was doing dessert. And we all get, like, scored together, so it doesn't matter if, like, yours was good and theirs came out bad. Did you like that competitive nature? I did. I did enjoy that. It was really fun, but, like, we were kind of also, like, it's not... Like, I couldn't imagine myself going on, like, Chopped or anything. Oh, that's your next step. I can't because, like, I don't think I could come up with things, like, from what they're giving me. That was something we practiced. We had a plan. We had to, like, we, like, I was practicing it for months and, like, making sure it was perfect. I don't think I could go in there and just be, like, I wouldn't know what to do. What would you say is your best dish? I feel like people really enjoy my brownies or, like, my tiramisu. Like, I make really good tiramisu. But I feel like it's not, like... It's not the traditional way. It's a little bit more, like, simpler, but it still comes out really nice. So, like, that's always been, like, I would give that for, like, Teacher Appreciation Week. I would always make things for, like, the teachers. Yeah. And then, like, I would make that, like, a little mini version for everyone. It's so funny how that translated to your brother, too, because even at birthdays, he'll be making cake and brownies, and it comes out (laughs) incredible. Zane? Yeah, and we're like, who made this? Like, Zane, like, no, okay, like, who really made it? And it's Zane. Oh, I've never seen him (laughs) make Yeah, he's done it twice. He made really? one really good one, I think, for Todd's birthday, too. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. So you moved uh, to New York City, and you got a job at a restaurant there. Yes. I went to school, and then, like, they have a – the like, sorry. The end part of the program is to, like, go work in a kitchen for three months. Did they set graduate. that up? They kind of do. Like, you, they'll tell you what, like, based on your interest, what would be good for you. And, like, what school, um, what restaurants work with the program. And then, like, you can pick. And then you go interview and you do a trail. And they, like, will either offer you or they won't offer you a position based on, like, how they felt that one day was with you. And then I did, like, three or four restaurants. Like, I went and did an interview. I did a trail. And, like, I saw the place. Like, some of them I had to, like, actually work a shift. Some places just wanted me to come in and look and, like, do one or two things. And then... I ended up, like, I got an offer, luckily, from all of them. Oh, wow. So I got to pick, which was nice. And I feel like I did make a mistake. Picking the wrong one. Picking, I think I picked the wrong restaurant. Because I think, I was told when I, because when I was on the trail, someone else was, like, trailing to be, like, a sous chef. Like, Are you saying trail or trial? Trail. Cause oh, I'm what's sorry. that? Trail is, like, um, I know, I, I don't know why I said that, like, <laughs> like, everyone just knows. Sorry. Trail is, like, so for, like, in the culinary world, like, you go and, like, you basically work a shift or you – they give you certain tasks to, like, complete and they'll, like, see if you can, like, how your skills are, like, what you know, what they would have to teach you, like, see how you, how far along you are. So, like, you go in and do that and, like, even if I wasn't in school, I would still have to do a trail. Like, because there was a guy there also doing one, but he was just trying to get a job for a sous chef, but he's been working in other restaurants. And I had spoken with him because we were both just standing there and, like, they're kind of bringing us food. They let you try things on their menu. And, like, we're just standing there and they're bringing food and, like, we're kind of talking. And I'm just, like, and I mentioned the other restaurants I had, like, trailed at. And he was, like, giving my, his opinion. And I took his opinion 
and I kind of put that in my head a little too much maybe because he was like there are restaurants those like they're kind of they're like they're like mm, I don't know what the word is like they're like prominent spots in New York like they're very popular like you hear them on TV shows like they're nice restaurants but there he was like they're a little old. They're, like, past their time. Like, this is a new, because this restaurant had only been open for three years, but they had a Michelin star. Oh, wow. It was a Michelin star restaurant. That's kind of why I was, like, that's amazing. Like, to have that on my resume, like, if I get it, like, I should do it. How do you acquire a Michelin star? I feel like it's, um, over. I don't know what the qualifications are, but I know it's, like, you have to have, like, reviewers come and, like, Oh, so it's from a committee that it's comes It's from in. a committee, yeah. They, like, there's a, from, a, like, a board for, like, culinary, like, they give it to you. I should know all they this stuff because I'm a food person. <laughs> I know. I should know all this stuff, too, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know any of it, but, like, I know they had a mission star, so I was, like, and I kind of, that just, like, swayed my mind, and I probably shouldn't have because after being there for the, like, I had to do um, kind of, like, three months for the school to qualify, and then, like, they could offer you a position or they could, like, fire you. Right. But, um... During those three months, I felt awful. They were probably the worst three, four months ever. Is it as hectic as they It's make- as hectic and as draining as it seems. Do you it even, is. What do you do when you want to go home? You want to sleep? Yeah, because I was working. I was doing production. So I was working in the morning. Like the restaurant opened at five. I was working eight to five. That early? Yeah. Yeah, I was working eight to five. Prepping the food? Prepping. So we prep for the night shift, and then there's only, like, one or a few um, pastry people on for the night, and then the rest of you go home, and they're just plating everything that's been made. So you're it's a regular restaurant where they have regular food, and then you just did the desserts. Yeah, we have, like, a whole dessert menu. So, like, it was, like, and there's, like, so many people, and the thing is, this restaurant had, like, a few different components, but, like, I was just talking to a few people there, and, like, they were just, like, yeah, it's really soul-sucking, huh? And I'm, like... Oh, that's what I'm feeling. That's exactly what I'm feeling. Because the minute I heard that person say that, I was like, that's it. Is it thankless? It's, yes. And it's also that, like, he also, like, someone in the work that I was friends with said this to me. He was like, it's the best chefs from the worst kitchens. I mean, no, no, no. I'm sorry. The worst chefs from the best restaurants. Oh, so, so like they're the worst, but they were at the best restaurants, but they were the worst of the worst there. Right. They just don't have it in them. Like no one cares. It's kind of just like there's like no motivation. Like you just feel like dead, like you're just doing the same thing, like routine, routine. Like I'm just coming in and like I would be like dead by the time I went home that like because by the time I get home, it's like you don't finish at five. Like sometimes you finish later. And by the time you get home from the city, you get home at like six, six thirty. Right. And then you want to make yourself food, but you don't because you don't want to cook because you were just cooking all day. So you're like, I don't really care, but I need to eat. And then I would literally fall asleep on the couch because my friends would want to watch something. And I would like fall asleep on the couch, just like dead in the middle because like I had no energy past nine or 10 o'clock. What's that work environment like? Is it pretty quiet? Are you being very like strict? Is it like, yes, chef, no chef? I mean, they were like... Yes, it's very, like, yes, chef, no chef, but, like, that's more so towards, like, um, service time, I guess, during the whole operating operating hours. hours. But, like, in the morning, it's more, like, laid back, but, like, you have a lot of stuff to do. Like, we all had our own list for the day when you come in. You need to finish your list. Is it five days? um, I was working, I started working five days, and then because of my program, I was allowed to get cut to four days because I couldn't. Like, I literally couldn't. It was killing me. I had never worked in a restaurant before. And I just threw myself in the middle of Wall Street in a Michelin star restaurant. 
And that was my fault. That's because, like, crazy. That's awful to like, I had never worked there. Like I did not know what it was. And like, it's New York. So it's like basements. You're walking up and down stairs, taking things up and down the stairs, like heavy trays. Heavy, like it's heavy. You're doing that yourself? Like sometimes, yeah. Like if like if you need to go down and get one thing for yourself, you ask. And then if other people say stuff, you're going to bring up a bunch of stuff. And like the freezers, a lot, most of the freezers are downstairs. And so, it's hot, muggy down there? No, it's not hot. It wasn't like ever, I didn't feel like too hot because like we're in the, we have a back kitchen. The way the restaurant was, there was a, the front main ki- um, kitchen was open to the restaurant. You could see. Yeah. Like you can see the main kitchen and then there's a back production kitchen where we were. So we never really cooked in the main kitchen. Like we cook in the back on like burners and like, <laughs> like there's, I don't know. It was just. It was a good experience, but, like, also, like, when it came to, like, they have, like, family meal. Like, you get to eat at the restaurant, like, in the middle of the shift for, like, your lunch. But it comes out of your check. No matter what? If you are eating. Okay. If you're eating, it comes out of your check. And it's kind of like they never had enough food that I could eat because of my restrictions with halal meat. That, like, it wasn't filling enough that I could survive the shift. They put things in the meal, like chicken, protein, things that will literally last you the nine-hour shift. There was nothing substituted for me, but I'm like, but I'm like having money taken out of my check. Yeah. And I'm like not eating much. So it just all didn't like, it was just like bad. I always wanted to know, so you get there at 8 a.m. and you're prepping all of these pastries for the nighttime when they start opening. Mm-hmm. How do they have an idea of how much to make? So we have um, a lot of the tables are because it was like a nicer restaurant. It is reserved, but there are like. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights wow that's a crazy offer 10% off a $400 slab pack that's $40 right there anyways go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school, and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun plus my wife loved it they're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered spanish french italian german korean chinese japanese dutch arabic polish there's no 
English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. They have like on the, so on your paper of your tasks for the day, like your checklist, it shows the covers for the night. What does covers mean? Um, how many tables they're estimating. So you prep for that much. Oh. So depending on that number, they'll tell me, like, I was in charge of um, spinning ice cream. We spun ice cream in sorbet every day. Fresh. Fresh, every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we made according to that day. Like, obviously, Fridays you make more than a Tuesday. Yeah, Fridays, Saturdays, we make a lot more. We push a lot more out. But, like, based on the cover, you have to, like, guesstimate in your mind, like, how many pans will be enough for them to survive the night. And if I mess up, they don't have enough. And I've screwed them for the night. So it's that's what made me worried because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, like, how much they need. Like, I don't know. That's where you get the experience that's from other you, places. Yeah, that's where I'm like. But they, they are really good. They were really good with training me and really good with, like, answering questions when it came to, like. Because we make the sorbet syrup ahead of time. We make all of that, like, in preps. So you just literally pour it in the machine. You churn it out and, like, you put it in the freezer. And it was like honestly, making the sorbet part was so much worse than like processing it through the machine. Like that was honestly fun part for me. I didn't mind doing that, but like making the sorbets was so annoying. Do you still have a love for ice cream to eat it? Yeah, yeah, I still love eating ice cream, but like, it was more of the fact that like, they just they kind of just like they do one day of training with you. Will they like walk you through everything, and then it's like okay. Yeah. Here's your list. If you ask questions, if you have questions, but like, I don't know. It was just the way they were. Every kitchen's different, though. So is like, it like bare? No. no. Like, yes and no. Yes is it like no. Hell's Kitchen? It is like bare. I think bare was probably the most like accurate depiction of a culinary. Like, it is very accurate, but like, you, like, none of the people in this kitchen had the love like the people on the bear did. Like, if people oh. had that love for cooking and wanted it to be great and wanted it to be the best, I probably would have felt more, like, energetic, motivated. Like, everyone came in miserable. Like, it was just, like... Why do you think chefs have egos? I don't understand it. Like, I really don't understand it. And I've seen, like... Because it's, like, the savory and the pastry side is so different. There's a war. It, it's not a war. It's more like savory chefs can't tell me to do anything, but like they wouldn't. They wouldn't tell me to do anything. But if they did, like it would just be nice if I just like kind of did it because just like keep things peaceful and like. But out they of technically, yeah, out of respect because he is like still probably a chef, head chef. Like I'll do it, but like 
they're really not going to talk to you and, like, give you orders. And so, like, they'll be super nice to you. They'll be super nice to you. And then you'll see them tear into someone on their team. And you're just like, ah. I've literally been in the freezer. And there was, like, one of the, like, um, head chefs was in there. And he was, like, counting stuff for the night. Because, like, my shift was till 5. But around 2, after 2 to, like, 3, that's when people start trickling it. More people start coming in for their PM shift. And, like, it starts getting hectic and more packed in the back and like you're trying to make ice cream and it's like not working but like I was in the freezer and one of the guys came in and he was literally coming in to grab something for himself and was like looking around to see where it was and the chef goes what are you looking at like why are you just standing there and just like snaps on him and I'm just like like what is your issue like he's just coming in the free like like, he was just, like, they're just, they do have their ego, and I don't understand what it's from. Like, I don't get it either. I don't, like, they don't save lives. Like, I kind of get a doctor ego. Like, you don't save anything. Like, what do you, But like, doctors do it in a more, like, like cooler way. When chefs have an ego, it's, like, more They're, like, mean. Abrasive. They're more mean. They're just more, like, aggressive and, like. Yeah. I don't know where the arrogance comes from. Like, I really don't understand it. And I've only seen it in men. Oh. It's only a male thing, and the like. Chef, like the women are so sweet, like because all the um pastry chefs were like it was a team of women and like one guy on there, and like the head chef's the sweetest person, but like I don't understand why you guys are so mean. Yeah, I, like I think it like I think it's just the like the men. Interesting. Okay, you worked at a chocolate shop in Florida, and it was right next to a halfway house. It was close to a halfway house. Yes. There were there any issues? sometimes like yes because people would just come in and you could tell like everyone's high like i get it like yeah do whatever you want like i'm not gonna say anything but like it was only a problem if like there was a night where i was the only one there oh you were the only girl closing one of the nights only because someone was on their way but one of the girls walked out in the middle of her shift like she threw a tantrum and then left in the middle of her shift florida yeah and like asked one of the other ladies to come but mind you, the other lady is literally one of the oldest people on our teams. Like, she was, like, in her 60s. She lives across the street, but she has to walk. She doesn't have a car. So you're asking her to walk on her day off across the street to come cover you, which is already rude. She's going to come do it, though, but it's going to take her a while. She left already. The girl left me. And I'm like, whatever. That's fine. It was still, like, early-ish in the day where, like, it's not a problem if I'm by myself. It was prepping you for New York. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I was just there, and then this guy, girl, and the little kid come in. Like, the girls, like, the younger kid was, like, she looked like she was, like, five, six. And I could just smell, like, the weed on them. Like, when they walked in, like, I could just smell, like, it smelled really strong. And, but the thing is, the woman did not look like it was just weed. Like, I've seen people high. Oh, she's tweaking. She was, like, it wasn't normal. Like, like, unless you smoke that much, and that's just how you are when you're high, but, like, it just seemed like more than weed. So I was concerned. So I sh- did something that maybe I shouldn't have. Broward PD? No, no. I did not call anyone. Maybe I should have. But, like, the woman had, like, stepped out. And the guy seemed more chill than, like, her. Like, he didn't seem, like, as high. So I tried to ask him after she stepped out. I was like, are you guys, like, high right now? Because you have a whole kid with you. And I, I don't. That's not safe. And he was like. She's high, but I'm not. I swear. Like, I swear to you. 
I appreciate you asking me, but, like, I promise you she's the only one that's high. Like, he was kind of blaming it on her. And, like, I don't know if he was lying. Maybe, maybe not. But, like, that was the only time I've ever interacted with people and, like, tried to, like, do something. But I was just like, I don't want to call if nothing's wrong. Like, I don't know. I don't want to make... You and Zane both have such good hearts. <laughs> it's crazy. You guys are really, like, nice people. I feel like it's just, like, the way we were raised. Like, our parents, like... They just instilled, like, values of, like, you care about people around you. Like, it doesn't really matter who it is, like. How much of your childhood was with Zane? Um, um, he's how much older than me? He's eight years older than me. And then I think if he was, like, eight when I was born and then he lived at the house till, like, he was 12, I believe. I think he moved in with his mom after, like, 12 or 13, like. Because y'all are half siblings. We're half siblings, so, like, we share a dad, but different moms. So, I think he moved with his mom at, like, 12 or 13, and then, like, he came on the weekend, so it was more, like, sporadic and, like, sometimes here and there. Yeah. And you but, were always his baby sister. Yeah, yeah. You guys always... I was always the younger. Yeah, so I always looked forward to when Zane came over on the weekend, because I was, like, because it was always just more fun. Like, he would stay up on the weekends, and, like, he'd be up really early in the morning watching some horror movie on the couch. Like, saw. Literally saw. I'd walk out in the morning at, like, 8 a.m., and he's just there binging Saw, and I'm just, like... How old are you? And I was like five, six, just sitting there. I was like, okay. Oh, I just cool. have to sit. No, I just have to sit there because they were all older than me. I'm the youngest, so like they controlled the TV. Were they all men? It was three boys, one my other sister and me. Got it. So like they still controlled the TV. So like it was anything I did not want to watch. That's so funny. It was literally everything I did not want to watch. It was. <laughs> he gifted you a car. Yes, he did. That was a big moment on YouTube. That was. That was probably the best thing. Did you really? You had no idea? No, we were talking about it actually the other day because he was like, you knew, right? And I'm like, no, I actually did not know. Yeah, he he blindfolds you, brings you outside, (laughs) takes you to a park. He took me to the back of a parking lot. He had us in the back of a parking lot. And honestly, I don't know. I didn't think about it at all. Like, I did not think he was doing that. But he thought my reaction because I was kind of just like staring and I'm just like, he thought my reaction was that I knew, but I'm like, that's just me. <laughs> like, I don't give that, like, screaming, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so excited. Like, I don't give that reaction. Like, you were that's, so funny. That's not me. You're like, I'm <laughs> driving away. I'm never no, coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, my mom had, like, she was dropping hints, like, earlier, like, a few months earlier. Kind About of, like, a car? Kind of. She was, like, I didn't realize it at the time. She was just, like, kind of giving me rules that, like, if I was to if get some, my a license. car showed up one day. No, because I hadn't even had my license yet. Because she was like, you're not going to get a license till you have a car because then you have to pay for the insurance. So she's like, don't do that yet. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. And then she, at one day she, we were just in the car and she was like, when you get like, your license, like she was giving me kind of rules and I kind of got a little frustrated. And I was like, well, why are we talking about this if I'm not going to be able to drive for a while? Like I'm not going to have a car of my own, so I'm not getting a license. So therefore we don't need to talk about this. I was kind of just frustrated because I'm like, why are you putting rules on me when I don't have anything? Like, there's nothing there. But then after I got the surprise, I was like, oh, that's why you were setting me up with all these expectations. Like, you're not going here. No one's in the car. But that rule got lifted quickly because Brie was going to be in the car <laughs> really soon. <laughs> How dangerous is the kitchen environment? Have you ever, like, burned yourself? A lot of times. Really? I've burned myself a lot of times. I have a really bad burn here. From what? The touching the pans? The bottom of the pot got stuck on the bottom like my hand got stuck on it like I was um I was dumping a big pot into a mixer 
and like it's bigger than me so like i'm holding it over and it's heavy and i'm trying not to burn myself and it like my skin touched it and it got stuck for a second so it wouldn't lift away and like i could see my skin immediately start retracting like it was like burning off and then it slowly through the day got worse and worse and worse and it was like I, I don't know, like, what degree burn one of the chefs said. He was like, but it's really bad. And then, like, I remember at one point, he, they just, like, had put, like, creams, like, burn creams on it that they had from, like, the hospital. But I think a bowl scraped my hand. Like, one of the metal bowls scraped it, and it pulled, like, the skin that was healing, and it hurt so bad. Do you know uh, the show Below Deck? No. There's a show called Below Deck, and the chef, he's in this tiny kitchen because they're sailing on a yacht, and he scalped himself from like closing the freezer and like his hair got caught or something but he pulled through and kept cooking and that's what we do <laughs> no, here. yeah like i still have to go about the shift like it was fine like yeah you were still there two yeah. more hours yeah no finish that was in the beginning of the day that was the start of my shift oh my god that was like literally 9 a.m oh. 9 a.m and then i still the rest of the day and the rest of my week because it was the beginning of my week so i just came back from my days off and then i had to deal with that for the rest of my week and you're still there now? No. I Ooh, got fired. What happened? I got fired. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I got fired. And But you started doing Snapchat now. Yeah, I got fired because of Snapchat. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll just focus all my attention on Snapchat. And now I'm, like, debating. Because, like, now after we've moved and, like, now I'm settled in. You're with just Bree now, your just best friend? Just Bree, yeah. We just now, just the two of us and our cats. What kind of building is it? It. It's just like a regular apartment building, but um Do they have amenities in New York? Some apartment buildings do. But they are the more expensive ones. Oh. Like the like the ones with the amenities are like super expensive. Like you're lucky if you have a dryer and like washer in the building. In the build in not the even bu- the unit? Yeah, not even in the unit. Like it's rare. Like it's really rare and like it happens and like sometimes the price is more because of it. Sometimes they have like they're like, oh, we have the washer dryer hookup. So if you bring your own, like you, you can hook it up in the unit. But it has to be super tiny, right? No, like the unit ones are like it could be the normal size because that's what they have. But like, we were lucky. Our first two places they had laundry, uh, laundry in the building. It wasn't in our apartment, but it was in the building, which was good enough for us. But this time, it's not in our building. We have to go to the laundromat, and but like, luckily, it's literally across the street. But this was our, we went, we, I've never been to a laundry room before. I've never been. Like, literally never. I was so shocked by the way it worked. It was just so silly. Like with dropping a quarter in? No, no, no. It first off, nothing is dropping a quarter anymore. Everything is so, like, you literally have to go there and buy a laundromat card. You have to buy it for $10. Sick. You have to buy it, and then that's the way you reload your money onto it, and then you charge it at the thing. So the freaking washer is like, they have a small, medium, large, like different sizes. And it's like $4, $6, 7 to $9. Per load? Per load. Are you kidding? Mind you, like I'll give it to them. The washer size is huge in there. Like I think I, I had like the biggest amount of clothes like I have ever had like dirty waiting for me. Yeah. It was struggling to carry it across the street. Like it was heavy. And I stuffed it all in the medium. And Do you have fit. an elevator in your building? No. 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 Hidaya. We don't have elevator money. Come we on. Don't. We moved all of our stuff ourselves. Like, we don't have movers. Like, we did it all ourselves up the stairs. Even we the mattresses? Yeah. 
our couch. Everything. Good for you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. Luckily, her dad helped um, on one of the days. Like, we did all of our, like, small stuff, the things we could carry. Like, we, I rented the van. I drove it. Like, we did it. But then, like, for one day, he came. Her dad came and helped us with, like, our mattress, couch. Like, he helped us. Like, we had one guy to help. Which, New York's a helped. different beast. It is. I'm surprised you went there because you had connections already in L.A. I know, but I didn't like L.A. You still don't? I still don't love it. Why? I don't I don't love the people. But you love the people in New York? I feel like it's easier. Like I just I don't like like how like you know like the ditzy girls and like the kind like I don't, yeah. I, I don't like I don't know. That's not like that's always what I've just seen cuz like I hang out with like Zane and them. So it's like I see like different types of things that probably I wouldn't see if I lived on my own because I'd be like right. Doing things differently, but like I don't know. I just have this vision, so like of LA that I see in my head because of how I've always seen it. I'm so opposite it's of like, you. Really? I mean, because I'm from New Jersey, so I always saw New York as everyone keeps their head down, no one looks at each other, and everyone's so rude and nasty to each but other. Everyone's not rude. I feel like I feel like people are pretty nice. I don't know. I remember distinctly. There's a day where no one's looking up. Everyone's just like. Well, yeah, people mind their own business and like they get to where they're going, which is nice. Like, I guess you know, people don't need to be in everyone's business. Maybe like, you you are a New Yorker, I guess. <laughs> but like, they'll help you if like they see you getting harassed on the train. Like, has that happened to you? I have. Like, I have. Like, had like, I. It was one of the days where I was going to work. Like. Or no, I think I was going to school like really early in the morning, and like I was wearing like sweatpants and a shirt because like I literally had to go change into like a chef uniform after, so it doesn't matter. And I'm on the train, and I had my headphones on, so like and like I have it on where like noise cancels, I can't hear a thing. And I'm looking down on the floor, and I just see some like a guy going like that, and he was like, and he was like, and I I move one, and he goes, "You're a thought," and I'm like. And I just, I'm like, I just nod. I'm like, okay. And I just put my headphone back on. And I like, see, baby. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And he keeps going. And oh, he's no. like, he was just like, I'm not even trying to sit. And I'd like pause my music, but I keep my headphones on just to like hear what he's yapping to be about. aware. Yeah, just like know what he's trying to say. And he's just like, he's yelling. He's like, this Muslim slut. Like, they, like, she, like, he just kept going. He was like. I'm not even trying to be disrespectful, y'all. Like, he's, like, talking to people. He's like, I'm just trying to make her aware. Like, I'm trying to teach her something. And, like, finally I get off at, like, my stop. And some guy was, like, right behind me. He's like, oh, my God. I did not even see. I, I thought he was just yelling at nothing. He's like, he didn't see me because he didn't see, like, a Muslim girl that he was yelling at. He just thought he was, like, yelling nonsense. Uh. So he's like, I did not see. Like, are you okay? Like, and I was like, no, I'm fine. And he was like, do you want me to walk with you? And I was like, no, it's okay. Like, I'm fine. Like, he offered to walk through the next train because like, we had to transfer. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm okay. But, like. I've had to do that, too. I've, like, walked with girls. Maybe they thought I was following them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had to, like, walk behind people to make sure that they felt okay. Because, like, people are just weird. Yeah. People are weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the other day I was walking on the street and there was, like, literally obviously a very cracked out man. And he's, like, wobbling on the street. And I'm, like, walking, and I'm trying to, like, keep to one side. But he's, like, going around, and he literally gets, like, this close to my face. Like, jumps and goes, ah! Like, literally, like, gets, the like... The jump scares are terrifying. No, literally. And I literally, like, jumped, and I was, like... 
Because I just, like, my whole heart dropped. Because I was like, he got so close. And I was just like. I know. I remember one guy came up and, like, put his arm around me. Like, dude, too close, man. Back the fuck off. You did the roast of Zane. You're speaking in front of everybody. Was that terrifying? I feel like I blacked out. Like, I don't remember. Like, you just had courage to do it? No, I was shaking. Oh, you killed it. No, like, I feel like if you, like, look in and zoom in on, like, me holding the papers, like, my hand shakes. Like, I'm I'm really easy. Like, I have a really easy tell when I'm nervous. Yeah. Like, anytime, like, it'll be literally be the smallest thing. Like, I'm meeting someone new, and I just feel, like, anxious. And you hand me something, my hand will literally start tremoring and, like, shaking. And, like, as I'm holding something, and Brie will notice it and she'll look at me and be like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I don't know why. It's such a, like, I can't control it. So I was trying to keep my hand down with the papers. Yeah. But I felt like Zane at one point was, like, he noticed. He was like, I saw your hand shaking. It was, like, tripping out. How proud of him, how proud of you was he for doing that? I don't know. He never, like, I feel like he was, like, (laughs) out the rest of the night he doesn't remember like it. he doesn't really remember i don't think we talked about it <laughs> so and then funny. i had to leave the next morning because i had like school yeah or something so like i had to leave so like we didn't even really get to like catch up in the morning like i had to go i thought that was so cool you flew in you did it <laughs> you killed it and you left no because when when zane was like you're gonna fly in just for the weekend and i was like i guess because he was like because i didn't want to miss school like he was trying to be like oh just take a friday and i was like i just I didn't want to miss any school. So you're all done with school now, though, right? No, yeah. The program was um, six months, and then the last three months was in the restaurant, and then I worked a month in the restaurant, and then they fired me. What's next for you now? Are you going to keep doing restaurant stuff? Well, I want to find a job when I get back, because after I come back from L.A. to New York, I'm going to Lebanon for Whoa. a few weeks. How many times have you been there? I've been there a few times growing up, but the last time I went was six years ago, Okay, so it's been a while. So I'm excited to go. So I'm thinking when I come back, I'll start looking for things. Just like, I don't want something as like draining because I still want to try to like do social media on the side, but I just kind of want something else. Get me out of the house, like more income coming because like it's not as much. So it's like I just need like both revenues. So I'm hoping to find something not draining. Are you going to Lebanon by yourself? My parents are there. They actually flew in and they landed today. Wow. So I'm leaving from New York on like the 12th what kind of trip is that like i've only gone with my parents so this is the first time i'm flying internationally by myself so i'm a little nervous but it's um because i'm in new york it's more direct flight it'll be shorter so i go from new york to doha and then doha to um lebanon it's a direct flight so it's like 16 hours i think the first flight and then the last one's three hours do you visit family there? Yeah, um, my whole dad's side of the family is there. So, like, only two of his brothers live in Canada, and then all of his other brothers and sisters live in um, Lebanon. What's so. the culture like there? It's so nice. I love it so much because I always just feel like – I just feel like at home there, even though, like, I didn't grow up there. I was not born there, but, like, I just feel more, like, comfortable there. Like, they have all women beaches and pools and, like – because Like uh, only women? Yes, because, like, all uh, – majority of the women wear hijabs there so like they have beaches covered for like just women to go in pools water parks like literally just for women when you say covered in in since it's all women are they allowed to take off the hijabs yes. on the beach yeah literally you can go in the water in the beach like Whoa. yeah no it's actually like it's i'm looking forward to that the most <laughs> i'm sorry you said the beach what else beach like pool water park like they have like a whole thing like for a water women park. only yeah like water park pool and then it connects into a beach so like you go to all of it like and you and day. your mom are going to that well i don't know if she wants to go 
because no one else, I don't think she would want to go, but, like, I'm going for sure. I told them, drop me off, I'll spend the day, come pick me up later. Do they have, is fitness a thing over there? Um, I know, I don't know how many, I'm sure there are gyms in, like, probably in the cities and, like, downtown stuffs, but, like, I've never gone to one there. Would they be female-only gyms? I wonder, I, I honestly, that would probably because like even in michigan because there's a big um muslim community in dearborn yeah they have all women gyms so it's like completely covered like you can't see through the glass doors and like it's for women so like they can like wear whatever they want to wear work out no men allowed and i feel like they should have that everywhere because i feel like i agree men are the worst (laughs) i just feel like it would make all the women feel more comfortable that they could just go to a gym where they don't need to feel like they're being looked at they can wear whatever they want to wear work out and go home they have a few female gyms here. Do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Might I might have to move because I don't know why they don't have one in New York. I would think New York would have something like that. I don't right. know why, but like I feel like they would. What, is there a big Muslim community where you're from in Florida? No, not really. Like, I feel like the Muslim community in Florida is like pretty spread out. Like, there's a bunch of different little communities everywhere. Like, they have like a good Pakistani mosque in miami that we used to go to and they have like a mosque in pompano um that was more arabs so like it depended where like what section you wanted to go to yeah they had a bunch of different little communities but like there weren't a lot of kids in the communities like practicing as much if that makes sense like it was mostly like the adults or with like little kids there like there weren't teenagers there at that point like there wasn't a youth group there because they didn't have youth showing up Right. So that was the issue. Like, there was no one for me to talk to. Like, there was no one there. When you travel to Lebanon, do you travel anywhere else around that area? Um, Sometimes we go up to, like, like you mean in other countries around us? Or, like, countries in, or like, other in cities? Lebanon? In Lebanon, yeah. Like, we usually, um, up in the mountains, like, they have, like, the most beautiful greenery. And, like, the water is, like, ice cold. And they'll have, like, where you can, like, they have tables in, like, these little rivers where the water is literally ice cold just running through you. Tables set up in the middle. Like, you literally sit on a chair with your feet in like cold water and like they have hookah like they have snacks tea like it's just those those little things that like they don't have here like you couldn't go do and just chill like you have to go to like a club or like a bar like a dinner table like a restaurant like there you could just like go into a mountain and like chill and like have tea and like is there wildlife just walking around too um no not really like i haven't seen much like like crazy animals there like they, like they have dogs and cats like walking around like there's stray dogs and cats all around the villages like where my family lives but there's not many like i think the most they have is like snakes because they have so much like fruits and like olive trees and things growing that they have like a lot of snakes in like all of that like all all the land and stuff you, <laughs> you mentioned the hookah as well mm. is there a significance with that with your culture I don't know where, like, where it started, like, specifically, like, what the story, but, like, I know that Middle Eastern people love to smoke hookah because it's just, like, they, it's, like, calm parties, like, whenever they're at home just chilling with, like, family coming over, like, it's just something, like, instead of smoking cigarettes, like, it just tastes better and doesn't smell the room and, like, people don't mind it. Do you hookah? Um, yeah, my mom loves to, so my dad likes to, so I have with them. And, like, recently one of our family friends got me, like, a mini hookah to have with me. So, like, I have it at my apartment. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
I remember me and my friends got really into it. And we would do all those different flavors of like grape and green apple. And like you got to explore so much. Yeah. It's Blueberry so mint is my favorite. Ooh. It's a nice mix. You're going to go back to New York after you come back to Lebanon. What's going to be next for you in the restaurant journey? I don't know. Zane was like, oh, people were telling me that like I should just try to like sell things from my house, like make food, make desserts, like do cakes to orders, things like that. That would be awesome. But like, I don't know how to like, I don't necessarily want people to come to my house to pick things up. No, I think you just ship it. Like, I, I can't ship a cake to someone. Like, I think you can because people would pay for it. Do you know Goldbelly? That's like a shipping service for a cake, but they sell it on ice. They ship it on ice and then it comes oh. frozen and then you can thaw it out and eat it like that. Oh. But even like there's so many like stuffed cookie companies that are doing it. Yeah. Um, Last Crumb, they're an incredible cookie company too. <laughs> I, I feel like you would kill it at that. The only thing is right now is in our apartment, we don't have gas for our stove. We don't have That's a stove. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. You don't have a stove no. at all? No. Like, we have the stove, but the gas company has not set up our gas yet because this was our first year with um, a gas stove. The last two apartments had an electric stove, so we never had to, like, set up a gas uh, account. We've never had to do one. So we just was like, okay, perfect. We don't have to make one. So we had to make one this time, and we didn't realize how slow they were, and we probably should have started setting it up before we even moved in but we didn't realize that it took forever wait but if you use your tiktok and leverage that and like did it live you'd kill it that's such I a good idea to, i want to i want to start making things once i get the oven to work i can start cooking like that's what i wanted to do yeah i wanted to like post videos like making recipes like doing different things but like i haven't been able to i mean you're so good at tiktok Really? I feel like I don't know what to do on TikTok. Like, I don't want to necessarily talk for some reason. But your transitions and, like, your lip sync are so on point. I try with that, and then, like, I think, like, doing, like, the voices with, like, my own caption is fun. But, like, when it comes, like, I would love to, like, how people can just talk on there. Like, I can't do that. You can. can. You have it in you. I don't think I can. Like, I want to do, like, a TikTok for, like, me traveling internationally for the first time by myself. Because I think that would be fun. That would be really fun. Like, I just want to, like, record that. I mean, I'm so interested in Lebanon because I feel like. Yeah, I'm just, like, recording everything there. Yeah, I want to see what what the culture is actually like to really experience it. I think that would be cool. I don't know. It is. I'm going to buy your cookies when you start selling them. (laughs) I got you. I have a great cookie recipe. Really? Really good. It It was from my school. They gave us, like, all these recipes to, like, go through without the year. But now I have all of them. And honestly, that was the best cookies I've ever had. Where's your favorite pastries from, like, Entenmann's, grocery store type? Do you have a favorite one? Like, pastries? Or even cookies type, like Keebler, um, Oreo, Chips Ahoy. Oh, like, oh. I like, like, fresh baked cookies. I used to like, um, do you, I don't remember, like, they had, like, the Chips Ahoy Thins. Yes. They had a cinnamon, like, sugar kind of flavor. Mm, were they soft or hard? No, they were hard, like crispy, thin chips mm. ahoy. But like they were, um, like they had like cinnamon and they had like white chocolate chips in them. They were literally so good. Oh. Those were good. But like I don't like chips ahoy. Like I, I'll eat them chips ahoy Oreos and all that. But like I prefer like fresh baked cookies. Like even like the Pillsbury ones. Like, oh, I'm such a, those. I'm such a those sucker so for good. that artificial flavoring. <laughs> Keebler elves with three M and M's in them. The M and M ones are really good though. They and, are really good. Yeah, because then you could like eat them the like M&Ms in pieces. Hit, yeah. Entman's yeah. cookie, uh, Entman's donuts, donut, powdered donuts. 
I'm getting hungry. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. Well, that's it. Thanks that's so it? much. Yeah. That was so quick. I know. Because you're used to doing three <laughs> I hours. Like I, was, I feel like I was talking so much. No, you were great. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, Hadaya's Instagram and TikTok is going to be linked down below. Make sure to go follow her. Be on, be on the lookout for the cookies. <laughs> They're coming on sale soon. Definitely soon. Definitely cool. soon. Awesome. Thanks okay. for being here. Thank you so much. Lightweights, out. Cool. Thank you so much. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.